welcome back to the Big Game Podcast with your host, Jeremy Sanderson, with my guest, Jason Sanderson, which we'll be alternating every week. And welcome, Dad. How Hi, you doing? buddy. How are you? I'm doing really good. This is pretty cool, huh? Yeah. You're excited? Yes. A little nervous? Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, tell us about what's your idea. How'd you come up with this idea for this podcast? So I was actually at my friend's house. So... We were we were just messing around. He's like, "Hey, you want to make a podcast?" I'm like, "Sure." So we head up to his room and we talk about. So he has he has a podcast called Three for Three Sports CD. What's your friend's name? Cameron Sayana John. Okay. If you guys want to go check that out. What's it called? Three for Three. Three for Three CD. Okay. And yeah. what does he talk about? He talks about just everything sports. Okay. And, and some, you're doing sports. Yeah. Awesome. So I kind of got my inspiration from him, and um, I just want to say that. I'm really happy to be here. I mean, yet I am only 11. That's as you okay. Sa- as you said, as you seen from the, On the open- website, yeah, the website that um, the youngest sports talk host in America, is, in America, which is really yeah, cool. So, so each week we're going to talk about different stuff. You've kind of got some things mapped out here. You want to talk about? Is that right? Yeah. All I- right. So the first segment is called what? It's called League's Latest, which is. So, what we do here is we talk about everything going on during the segments. In the sports? Yeah, in different sports. sports. I don't know, man. So, the biggest thing going on is what? The NFL playoffs, right? The NFL playoffs, yeah. Coming so, up this weekend, we have the what? The AFC championship, AFC and NFC championships. All right. So, you want me to go through the scores of last week's games? Yeah. All right. Well, the four games last weekend, the two number one seeds played on Saturday. And in the first game, the Baltimore Ravens, who are the number one seed in the AFC, beat the Houston Texans 34-10. to Yeah. It was a good game in the first half. I thought it'd be closer. Yeah, I did too. It was a good game in the first half. But eventually, the Texans just couldn't score. Yeah. Their only touchdown came on a, a punt return. They got a field goal early. It was 10-10 to in the first half, but the Ravens kind of ran away with it. But are you surprised by that? Actually, a little bit. How so? Because... I mean, the Texans were a really good team coming into this playoff this year. And they, I mean, they had a shot. They had a legitimate shot. And, I mean, just their offense failed to score. And their defense didn't really lock up in that second half. So. The Ravens kind of had their way. Yeah. And then the second game on Saturday, the night game, that was a huge bummer at our house. Yeah. Yeah, the 49ers beat the Packers 24-21, to but it was a good run by the Packers. They were the yeah. number seven seed. They were the first ever seven seed to win a playoff game. Now, it's just the second yeah. year of having number seven seeds, yeah. but they're the first one to win one, and they played really well, really well in this game. They had a chance to win that game late. Yeah, and um, the thing is, my mom's a Packers fan, yeah. so... She was bummed. Yeah. You know, your mom and your older three siblings all are part owners of the Green Bay Packers. They, oh, really? all, they all own one share of Packers stock. Well, I mean, almost So they're part owners. So we, we should have an owner suite in the basement, exactly. shouldn't we? Yes. <laughs> That'd be really cool. Yes. And then on Saturday, or on Sunday, rather, two games on Sunday, both very exciting games. The early game on Sunday, the third seed in the NFC, the Detroit Lions beat the number four seed Tampa Bay Buccaneers at 31 to 23. This game was awesome. I am so excited for the Detroit fans. Yes. I mean, it, it, as a guy who was a Chiefs fan for a long time before they were good, uh, I feel the Lions' pain. And to yeah. see how excited and happy Lions fans are for this run, yeah. it makes my heart so happy. So, uh, yeah. So, 
they went on a really, really good run this year, and they actually beat the Chiefs the first game of the season. That's right. Which is crazy because we're not used to losing our first game of the season. So It had been like eight years. The Chiefs had the longest streak of winning their first game of the year. Yeah. and Until the Lions got them at Arrowhead. At Arrowhead, yeah. Which is really crazy because we don't lose much at Arrowhead. Nope. But uh, another thing for the Packers, or uh, Lions fans rather, is um, Shelby Green. Um, yes, our buddy Shelby Green. He he's a he's the only the only Lions fan in Kansas. And he, he <laughs> I don't actually, know about the only one, but he's one of the few. Yeah. So who is the most famous Detroit Lion? Barry Sanders. Where do you go to? Where do you, where's he? He from? actually went to uh, South High. Nope. Or North. North. There's you know, so many high schools there. Yeah. And your buddy Cameron, who inspired you for this podcast, his dad used to be the football coach at North High. He didn't coach Barry Sanders, but he oh, was yeah. at the same school. And then the last game of the weekend, which was our favorite game and a super intense game, and it was a little loud here at the house, the number three seed, Kansas City Chiefs and the AFC, go on the road and take down the two seed, the Buffalo Bills, 27-24. to That, it was intense, but it was fun. I don't think we would have said it was fun if they had lost. No, no. But it was a good game. If you don't care about who wins that game, I think it's probably the most exciting game of the weekend. Yeah. And just the 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 thing that helped the thing that um, saved was the saving grace for the Chiefs was that missed um, field goal. Oh, absolutely! I feel like the Bills had it in them to win in overtime. Mm-hmm. Since we're just not an overtime team, the Chiefs they haven't had to play a bunch of overtime exactly. games. Exactly. But Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs has played three overtime games. And He's lost two of them, which is crazy. So. He, the first AFC Championship game. In 2018, the 2018 season, so it was January of 2019, they played the uh, Patriots at home. Tom Brady, one of his last seasons. It was the last year Tom Brady won the Super Bowl with the Patriots. That game went to overtime, and the the Patriots won the coin toss. Your uncle Josh and I were at that game. I've I've been to all but one of the AFC Championship games in, in Kansas City. So I was at that one. The Patriots win the coin toss. Chiefs don't touch the ball. They go down and score on the first possession. Aww. The very next year, the Chiefs beat the Titans in the AFC Championship game. The year after that is the COVID year. They beat the Bills. And then the 2021 season, the Chiefs play Lost. at home. They lose in overtime to the, the Bengals. The next year. The, the next year. Or no, that same year. the week. So the Chiefs played back-to-back overtime games in the playoffs in 2021. They lose to the Bengals the week before you were at that game. It was the 13-second yeah. game. The 13-second game. We were sitting up behind. Um, in the corner. In the corner of, near behind the one of the end zones. And it was the goalpost that Butker kicked toward to tie the game to send it to overtime. That kick came at us. Which was crazy. Yeah. And just to be there and then, uh, what was it, two years after that? Um, it was last year. The Chiefs won. They beat the Bengals last year in the AFC Championship there. game, and you were there for that yeah. one for them to win to go to the Super Bowl. <laughs> so you've gotten, you've had some, you've been at some pretty cool games. Yeah. You were at the 13-second game. Last year, you got to go to the AFC Championship game where they won, and then they go close the deal in the Super Bowl last year against the Eagles. And now this year, who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. And that's, you know, I think, are you ready for your next segment, the opposite opinion segment? Because I think we disagree on who's going to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So are you ready for this one? Yeah. All right. Opposite opinions. All right. Let's go. Who's going to the Super Bowl? Who do we think is going to the Super Bowl? All right. I'll let you go first. I don't want to be biased or anything, (laughs) but 
It's, it's okay to be a homer. This is your show. You can do whatever you want. It's it's really it's going to be really close between the Baltimore Baltimore and Kansas City, but I I have to say Chiefs. Like they got to keep their dynasty going with everything going on, like the streak that they've had. Patrick Mahomes deserves another one, and if he wins this, then I can officially call the Chiefs a dynasty. You think so? Yeah, I think and, you're and, right. And the coolest thing is I have seen two of the Chiefs Super Bowls, the two Chiefs wins, and you have seen two. Well, my dad was a kid. He was Jonah's age, your little brother's age, when the Chiefs won the Super Bowl four. Yeah. And the fact and now that, your grandpa is in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you are you were you are what, forty three now? And you've seen two? I have. And I am eleven and I've seen and you've two. You've seen two. But you know what? I'm okay with that because it's been fun to watch it with you guys. Yeah, it's been so much fun. And all the two Super Bowls they've won, we had big parties here and people were yeah. over and celebrated it with it's us. Crazy. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. So you think the Chiefs will go in the AFC? And then, who's gonna win in the NFC? Is it gonna be the Lions or is it gonna be the 49ers? Okay, this one's so close. <laughs> but I'm gonna have to say a rematch, Chiefs 49ers. You think the 49ers are going? Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I agree. I I feel a lot of confidence about the Chiefs game. Yeah. I it's gonna be a tough game. Lamar Jackson and that Baltimore offense, they're really, really good. Yeah. They can do a lot of different things, but I think if the Chiefs can take away the passing game, if the Chiefs secondary, the back seven, the linebackers and the, and the secondary take away the passing game and make Baltimore just a one-dimensional team where all they can do is run. Now, Lamar Jackson, great runner. You yeah. have to have him. Somebody's going to have to spy him. They're gonna, you're going to have to put a spy on him. Maybe two. But if you can make them one-dimensional, you can limit the explosiveness of what Lamar Jackson does, and I think that gives the Chiefs a chance to do what they do offensively. It's been a tough year for the Chiefs on offense, there's no doubt. Yeah. But it looks like they've gotten right here in these last couple of games in the playoffs. And, boy, their offense is just rolling. They're doing different stuff. And I'll never, ever count, never bet against Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes. Never count those two out. And so until somebody beats them and proves that they can beat the Chiefs, then I'm picking the Chiefs. Yeah. However, in the NFC, this is where we have the opposite opinion, which is the name of this segment. Opposite opinion I think the Lions are going to the Super Bowl, and I will be so excited for that Super Bowl matchup. I mean, Detroit, yeah. there was a, several years ago when the Royals went to the World Series. Yeah, the other team in Kansas City. It was uh, probably it was a July or August game, and the Royals were way in front. They were way out in first place by 10 or 12 games. They had a game where something crazy happened. They made this big, wild comeback in the ninth inning to win a game. And the Royals play-by-play announcer, a man named Denny Matthews, who's been with the team every year they've ever existed, he said something that has stuck with me. And he's talking about how karma happens or fate or whatever. He said, when it is, it's like the Royals didn't play well in this game, but they managed to come back and win. And the crowd was going crazy, and it was just, it was a, it was a miracle game. And he said, when it is your turn, there's nothing you can do about it. And I think that's a really profound thing. Uh, and it, it kind of feels that way with the Lions. Yeah. It feels like this is the Lions' time. They've never been to a Super Bowl. They Before this year, they had won one playoff game in the last 65 years. Which is crazy. They've won two playoff games this year, and if they win this one, they'll go to the Super Bowl for the first time ever. Yeah. They've got that vibe. They've got that mojo, and I love their coach, Dan Campbell. He's just – I know if you have a chance when you're goofing around on YouTube, type in Dan Campbell, Detroit Lions – 
and just listen to the stuff he says and just the passion he has for the game oozes from him. And maybe this is just me hoping that they make the make the Super Bowl. But man, it would be such a, a, a it would be a heartwarming story yeah. for a fan base that has suffered for a long time. The Detroit Tigers have not won a World Series since 1984. The Pistons won the NBA title 20 years ago. Yeah. And uh, the Lions have not won a Super Bowl ever. They've won, they won NFL championships before the Super Bowl era, yeah. but they've never won a Super Bowl. And so my hope, my, my, I, just, I, I think they're going to go pull it off. I mean, the, the 49ers didn't look that good last week. And for the 49ers, Debo Samuel, if he's hurt, that offense is not nearly as good. And so if that's the case, if Debo Samuel doesn't play, I'll bet on the Lions. Yeah. I I I feel the same with um Dan Campbell, but I also feel like um with just all of the raw talent on the 49ers team, yeah, they weren't playing very well, but they were also playing um a Packers team that was has that has been on a streak and has been going on a streak that, on this later part of the season. So, I feel like that they yeah they they've lost Debo Samuel. They may not have their re- wide receiver, but pretty much a running back um on the team. So, I feel like he it they're they're just often their offense and defense is too overwhelming for teams like I mean, what was the score of um the last Lions game they had? Lions beat the Buccaneers 31 to 23. 31 to 23. There's there's a big difference. That's a two score. That's almost a two scored game and a field goal. Yeah. Right. And the Buccaneers got a touchdown late in the game. They went for two for some crazy reason. It could have been seven, but they made this weird decision to go for two. Anyway, uh, yeah. So your point is a good one. All right. So what's your next segment you got here for us? The the bro- the podcast hat or shot clock. The podcast hat. Okay. Ex- explain how this game works. Okay. So. It's where we take, where we take um, five different topics from a hat that I have right here, um, but we only have thirty seconds to talk about them. Okay. And we have to talk about them and put our opinion. So the okay. five, the five we have. Just, let's go with the first one. We'll get the timer ready. Ooh, best all-time defensive NFC player. Okay, best all-time defensive NFC player. That's a good one. Do you want right. to go first? Or you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay, so good. we'll have. 10 okay, seconds. Ten well, seconds. you've got 30 seconds, right? 30 seconds, yeah. 30 okay, seconds. go. Okay, so I feel like... So, are the Falcons in the NFC? They are. Okay, so I I feel like it's close between the... I I feel like it's really close between Deion Sanders, Sean Taylor, and Lawrence Taylor. Okay. So, two Taylors. So... Uh, Two Taylors. So we're running out of time. I'm going to give you my quick opinion. I think the best NFC defensive player ever is Ronnie Lott. Yeah, he played linebacker for the 49ers. Um, I'm going to go Lawrence Taylor. Lawrence Taylor for Jeremy. All right. All right. So let's go on to the next one. Best all-time offensive NFC player. Okay, go. Um. Okay. So there are some really good ones on this team, but or. Er, this year, I'm not gonna put like Patrick Mahomes or anybody. Well, he's in the AFC. Yeah, but it it is AFC. Oh, I thought you said NFC. No, no, no. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm not gonna put anybody like Josh Allen or anybody like that because they haven't been in the league long enough. So you got eight seconds. Offense. Um, 
uh, Barry, S- no, um, <laughs> Patrick Mahomes. I <laughs> never oh, mind. That's I-, awesome. I lied. The clock burned you. Yeah, the I, clock burned I, you that time. I lied. I lied. No, <laughs> right. I should have. Put- no, Jerry Rice isn't. He's okay. in the NFC. He played Dang. for the 49ers, but he did play for the Raiders at the end of his career. All right, next one. I should have put Bo Jackson. That would have okay. been a good one. Um. Um. What do you got? Best college. Best college. Best like, college, like just like go to sports. school or best sports. Best sports. Okay, what do you think? Um, I feel so. I'm biased. I'm a KU fan. Uh, rock chalk all the way. But <laughs> I feel like I, I mean, have dual citizenship. I went to both KU and yeah. Wichita State. Um, Michigan's really good since their hockey. Everything like that is really good. Um, K State. I mean, 10 seconds. Um. Michigan, you're probably. Pick, you're going to pick Michigan as the yeah. best? Yeah. Their basketball's been okay at times. I don't know if they're the best right now, but you're out of time. Okay. Next one. Craziest NHL goal you've ever seen? NHL goal? I'm not sure about that one. I don't. I enjoy the NHL, but I don't watch enough to know for sure. Now, the best goal I've ever seen was in college hockey. Oh, uh, the Michigan? Yeah, when he picks yeah. it up and flips it. So, okay. all right, what's the best hockey goal you've ever seen? I know you like hockey, too. NHL, so... Probably when um, Tristan Jari got that empty netter. Oh, a goalie goal. Goalie goal, yeah. A goalie goal. Yeah, those are awesome. When the goalie can score from the other end with an empty net, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. Also, um, craziest like thing I've ever seen was definitely when Patrick Wall was in the league. Got into a fight. He did, but he also took it across the red line, he which did, is crazy. Which is illegal. Yeah. All right, you got one more? One more. Best Super Bowl or best score in the Super Bowl? Well, the best one was the first Super Bowl that we got to enjoy watching the Chiefs when they beat the 49ers 31 to 21. The Chiefs were down 21. Listen. Oops. The Chiefs were down. Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. Yep. Technical hic- hiccup. The Chiefs were down 30 or 21 to 10 with 9 minutes left in that game. And they came back scored 21 points in the last nine minutes to win the Super Bowl. Which is crazy because both Super Bowls that we've won in the past few years, we've been down 10 going into halftime. That's what Patrick Mahomes does, man. Yeah. He is the best at coming back late in playoffs. All right. There you go. There's your TPH, the podcast hat. Or shot clock. Well done, buddy. Whichever you want to call it. All right. Next one. Battle on the blue line. Uh Uh-oh. We got a hockey one? Yeah. Is that a hockey thing? Yeah. Worst offsides call you've ever seen? Offsides. Well, it's not a hockey one. There have been hockey offsides. The worst offsides I've ever seen was um, in so that first AFC championship game. I know you wanted to talk about hockey here, but I'll make this about football. Um, the worst offsides call I've ever seen. Not It was a good call, but it was a painful, gut-wrenching call. So in that 2018 AFC championship game that the Chiefs lost in overtime to the Patriots, they... The Patriots have the ball. The Chiefs are up by four. Patriots throw a pass, intercepted. Crowd's going crazy because it would have won the game for the Chiefs. Then you look down, and there's a flag laying on the field, and D oh, Ford, no. a D-ender for the Chiefs, lined up offsides. No. And it, the Patriots got the first down on the penalty. It took the interception off the board. They go down and score a touchdown to go up three. The Chiefs did kick a field goal at the last play to tie it to send it to overtime, 
But had that offside not happened, the Chiefs would have won that game and gone to the Super Bowl a year earlier than the one they went to where they beat the 49ers. So that offsides call is as painful and awful as one that I can ever remember. Okay, so I, I know I kind of changed what you wanted that to be, and I'm, no, it's, it's happened it's sometimes. Fine. So what's your worst offsides call? I don't really know. I mean, we're, I'm, I'm a big fan of a local team, the Wichita Thunder in the ECHL. Mm-hmm. But um, the, worst, the worst call I've ever seen was um, it was coming down um, the left side of the ice. It is obvious this man... I don't know who it was, but he is like five feet past the blue line, and they don't call anything. Mm-hmm. So I guess this is really a no call, but um, um, he was five feet past. He was and fi- they didn't call yeah, the offside. Yeah, it was a no call. Well, that's bad. And it was the other team, which I'm pretty sure led to a goal. Well, on that's goal. a bummer, isn't it? Yeah, which is crazy. All right, there you go. All right, so are you ready to move on to the next one? Yep, the diamond discussion. Diamond Discussion. I wonder what we're going to talk about here. We're talking about baseball? Yeah. Baseball. That's your favorite sport, isn't it? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Actually, um, we're heading up to Cooperstown. This well, next... we're going to try. We've got to raise some money, but that's yeah. the plan. Is a little ball team that you play on. We're going to try to raise some money and go play in a tournament in the summer of 2025, so up a year and a half from now. Cooperstown, New York. At the Baseball Hall of Fame. How cool will that be? Yeah, it's going to be really cool. And if we do get to go... Then we can explore the Hall of Fame, which will be your second or third time. It'll be my third. I've been twice. Third. Nice. And, and then is, we're it's also one of the coolest places I've ever seen. Yeah. And then we're also um, we'll get custom jerseys, which is going to be really cool mm-hmm. for um, that um, tournament. But it's all across the country. So I my favorite. I'm hoping that um, I get to play a team from Montana. So if you don't already know. We um we used to live in a small town called Bozeman, Montana, yep. and I spent far or four or five years growing up there, and I just absolutely loved it. I love the cold, and I hated when we have to move when we had to move. But, yeah, but it was time. Your grandpa was sick, and we had to come home. Yeah. Okay, I'm off topic. That's um, all right. <laughs> it's your show. Listen, that's the cool thing about podcast, man, is you can talk about whatever you want. Yeah. There are no commercials, there are no bosses, there are no sponsors. Whatever you want to talk about is what you talk about. We can start talking about something on your list, and it could be something completely different by the time the show's over. And that's the beautiful <laughs> thing about doing something like this is this is Jeremy's show, and Jeremy can talk about whatever Jeremy wants. All right. <laughs> so the latest, um, for the Diamond discussion, the latest things going on in the offseason and our opinion on it. Okay, so the late, I think the biggest thing going on, well, for us, because we're fans, the Royals have spent a ton of money, a ton of money on free agents and mainly in pitching. So I'm excited yeah. about the Royals, but the big stories in the offseason, Shohei Otani's contract, yeah. $700 million contract to I play mean, for the Dodgers. Why would you spend all of that money? I mean, he has two Tommy Johns. He's sprained. He's, I mean, he's strained his arm. He's, whenever he's hit, he's not done a very good job. He can't hold up being a two-way player. And um, I just feel like he's one of the biggest, like, I'm not going to say busts, but one of the biggest disappointments. Since, I mean, ever since he joined the Angels to play, he hasn't been on a winning team. So maybe he'll be a starter for the first five, you know, for first five years. Yeah. And then maybe a relief or closer. Because, I mean, 
He's had too many injuries. He has, but he's so good. I yeah. mean, and Tommy John, the, having a second one, that is a big concern. And I don't know that I would pay somebody $700 million. Over 10 years. If you're not sure that he'll stay he'll intact. be able to pitch. Yeah. He, he's, he has that value because he can do two different things and do them very well. But yeah. if he can't be pitching, he can't pitch as well as, as, well as it would, he has in the past. I don't know if he's worth that much. Yeah. But, that, but the Dodgers took that chance. And if they don't, well, tough. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. All um, right. What else you got on in baseball? Any other baseball topics? Um, Just um, the playoffs. I mean, they had an entirely new playoff, like... Yeah, new system. They new had system. The wild card series. And I feel really good about the... Rain, uh, yeah, Texas Rangers winning... This is what their first. It was their first, their only yeah, championship they ever won, which is also really exciting. Yeah, which is really exciting for them. Um, but I mean, it was a really close two teams that you wouldn't expect, like with the big names like Dodgers and Angels and yeah, you got Yankees. the Diamondbacks and the Rangers. That yeah, was, Diamond, I don't think anybody expected that. No, I surely didn't. But um, I'm pretty sure that's it for this one. So let's move on to our next topic: fight song fight. So, this is... Sorry. This is your song. Yeah. The KU5 song. This is just the intro, right? Yeah, for this your is just segment? the intro. This isn't, okay. our, this isn't our... All right, so okay. tell me about... How, what's your idea for this fight song segment? Okay, so fight song fight is about um, where I pick where I pick a fight song from a college... Or from a team, D1, D2, D3. And we say whether we like it or not? Or, yeah. Or, right. And then, or high school. And we'll go through, so I'm hoping to have seasons to this, and then we'll have, and then we'll have, um at the end, like, at the end of the first season, we'll pick from each podcast, and we pick the ultimate fight song from that entire season, and we'll All right. keep so doing So you want to hear this first yeah. one? All right. Michigan. Pretty good fight song. Yeah, I, in my opinion, this is the best fight song. Okay. I know there are a lot of really good ones out there, but let's just listen. Yeah, this one's really good. Yeah, this is a good one. One of the all-time greats. So several yeah. years ago, when the NCAA tournament came to Wichita, the basketball tournament, I came. I went and worked it. I worked in the TV truck. I worked for CBS during the NCAA tournament, and Michigan was there. And so the day before. They had the shoot-around. They had practices the day before the first-round games, and those were open to the public. So I went to that, and to hear their band play that fight song live was pretty cool. Yeah, and it's it's just a good – it's just a really, really good um, fight song in general. Probably one of my favorites is – and, I mean, I'm a Jayhawk is one of my favorites, but I feel like um, Michigan tops that by yeah. just a hair. I mean – they're both really, really good fight songs, but I feel like Michigan is, is better. Well, you know what, Jeremy? What? Unfortunately, I think we're out of topics. Are we out of time? Wait. You have anything else? I think that we're out Oh, dang it. No, well, I think we're out God! of time. No, God, please, no. 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 Oh, sorry, no. buddy, but we're out of time. Dang it. Well, that's all I have for today. Hope I see you on the next podcast with our new guest, hopefully. And I'll see you guys next next time. See, Pete, see ya. Au revoir. I'll be the same